Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 325. I am your host, Jordan Biordi, and joining me on this this rather dejected podcast is Clement Go. Hello, everybody. You see, we're at episode 325, but you know, 325 also stands for my level of sadness today. Is that is it that high? I mean, you're at 400, so... Dude, know, I'm over 9,000, if we're being honest. <laughs> see? See, guys? See, guys? He's a lot sadder than all of us. That already marks this sad cast. Oh, Jesus. And, of course, we have uh, Chris DeHoog. Well, uh, join me in the land of FOMO, gentlemen. <laughs> Yep. Oh God, I know. Well, I, know. Uh, I was, oh, I was already resigned to my fate on this one, uh, so I was so. Well, yeah, I wasn't surprised either because, um, you know, like I didn't think I would have a chance at all. So, like, I kind of just set my expectations low for once in life. Well, well, before before we 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 bury the lead too too deeply on this one, um, let's uh, let's let's talk let's talk a little news first before we get to the, to the real meat. Of this podcast, I know I'm dying to talk about it too, but um, gotta bury you know, the gotta, lead more. We, though we gotta, pri- no, we gotta, you know, we gotta set our priorities right. We gotta uh, get the small stuff out of the way, and then yeah. we'll get to the. We're real, very overcome real... with emotion from this mysterious event. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta build up to it. So first, uh, what, the first little news story we got that uh, I guess is somewhat interesting um, is Nintendo might have possibly leaked. Uh, a clip or a, an image of a potential Metroid uh, Samus Returns on the Switch. So now there's some good um, news for you, Jordan. Wait, didn't she already come back on 3DS though? She did. Um, that way, I reviewed that. Uh, what was it like three years three ago? Years ago, yeah. Um, but uh, but Chris had the story. So Chris, why don't you let us know what happened? Yeah. So in 2020, Nintendo fashion. Uh, they posted a new set of decals for the Switch on their online store. Mm-hmm. Um, and in one of those screenshots, you can see somebody holding the Switch with the decals on it. But on the screen is oh. a shot that's distinctly from the opening movie of Metroid Samus Returns, that, uh, that 3DS remake of the Game Boy original that you, that you reviewed three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of fueling some speculation here that they might have uh, accidentally tipped their hat a little early on this one. I mean, what if it was just a random image they needed, right? I mean, that could have been anything, really. So now, here's here's the funny thing, because the decal set is very thematically tied to Super Metroid. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes your, your dock look like the like the, the SNES cartridge. Uh, there's artwork from the game for your, for your Joy-Cons and for the back of the Switch. And Super Metroid is actually playable on the Switch right now. Like, it's on the Nintendo Online Super Nintendo library. Um, yeah. So they could have, they could have easily grabbed a screenshot of the game that it's connected to, but instead they slapped this uh, this image from a 3ds game onto it, which is curious. So, mm-hmm. and I remember Jordan it, did have things to say about. Sorry, Jordan. I know you did have things to say about how like portable games when they make their way to consoles, they don't exactly work well. Well, it's not that they. Not, I don't think it's necessarily that they don't exactly work well. It's just that, like you know, you have a system like the Switch, which is capable of you know 720 and 1080p like rendering, um, and then you you know you try to slap a game from a 3ds, which I think what like output at like 
128. <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't great, uh, but you know it 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 was it was good enough for the system that it was because I mean the 3ds I'm looking at it right now it's just, it's a tiny little thing. Um, so you know so like like it was one of the things that like kept me away from Rune Factory Four when they brought that over to the Switch because I liked Rune Factory Four a lot, um, but like when I saw it on the Switch. I was just like, ooh, that's yeah, that's not that's not good. Like, they really like I I thought I thought they were gonna like really go out of their way to kind of like remake it so it looked good on the Switch. It's just like no, they just they just slapped you know they just put a 3DS game in HD texture. So like, it's not really like I don't you know uh, the idea of like um, bringing uh, Samus Returns to the Switch is just like you know the worst idea. Um, but I, you know, I'm skeptical about whether it is just like, cause like, you know, it's, it's just, it's a good enough looking game on the 3ds, but on the switch, it's like, it's going to leave a lot to be desired. And, and personally, Unless like they add like new features or like a good remaster would from like portable to console would be to yeah, like, exactly. implement some new things that they, they had in the previous Metroid games, right. To kind of like make it closer to the older console experiences especially when you're bringing over like a smaller game like the 3ds right so you really have a chance there to like do even more or make it better like the things that set the 3ds version back can actually be pushed further with the switch version well the thing the thing that like that that i is kind of like making me hesitant about it too because again like you know you'll 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 scarce find a bigger metroid fan than i like it you know it is my favorite game series of all time and metroid prime specifically is actually my favorite game of all time oh i believe um, you yeah like so but like samus returns is a good game but it's it, it didn't really have a lot of staying power i think like in the long term like after i was kind of done out with my review for, uh, for it like i played it for a while and it's just, it really is just, like, by the nature of the kind of game it is, like, it's very linear, like, you know, in its design, like, because it's, it's not, like, it has, it has the exploration elements that people come to expect from a Metroid game. Yeah. But it is, it's very, like, objective-based, you know, it's go into one area, kill all the Metroids, go to the next area. It's almost like a, like, it is, like, level-based. Sounds like Mega Man. Yeah, a like little you, bit like you, you basically go around the map in the circle like clockwise essentially for most of it yeah Not like anyways so this is why it's weird to me like you know um that they that if they if they made that choice like it's just like why would you take a, a game like samus returns which like i'm sure everyone is uh, is fond of but like when everyone has been asking like and like yeah. you know crying <laughs> oh, I know to the going. heavens for the metroid prime trilogy to just be on the switch like it, they why wouldn't you do it. that I mean, yeah like it's a gamecube game right and if nintendo managed to bring something like super mario sunshine or a bunch of other gamecube games on the switch what is stopping them from getting this golden cash cow that is metroid prime metroid prime 2 echoes metroid prime 3 corruption onto the nintendo switch part of me part of me just feels like maybe they took just like you know like like it's you know they had they just they needed like an image of a, of a metroid game so they kind of just went like with like the most yeah. recent one and it's like it's not even like it's the game itself like maybe it, 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 the kid is just like running the, the, the like youtube app 
<laughs> just watching the video it's like oh that'll that'll work for a screenshot yeah if they put metroid prime screenshots on that like uh ad image you know they would totally send us into a frenzy or like well, they would yeah, just give it us would, hope it would stir the it would stir the hornet's nest up a little too much i think of the fans i think it would stir you know, jordan's brain it would melt uh, it oh uh, yeah i mean i would love it well, I mean, next year is the 35th anniversary of the series. Um, like, like along with Legend of Zelda, next year we'll get the 35th Metroid anniversary, just like we did this year with the Mario one. So, so um, there, there were rumors earlier this year too about Metroid Prime coming to the Switch that haven't panned out to be true yet. Maybe that was delayed because of COVID. We'll find out eventually. Come to think of it, I think yeah, Mario might have been perfect to like test out metroid prime trilogy or like the format and how it was released because again it is a limited release and the way they did it this time was like just like the metroid prime trilogy it could be like it could be like three games packed together it could be called samus all stars or something like that but it really did feel like um nintendo was experimenting with how they were going to remaster three games and somehow pack it into one card so they could do that with Metroid Prime next year. And, and there is something of a uh, emulator running uh, 3D All-Stars as well, like um, like a GameCube sort of emulator, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe, yeah, like you're, you're probably right on that one. Yeah, like yeah, maybe, for- yeah, like I'm saying maybe Metroid Prime trilogy on the Switch could only exist with uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, kind of like being the testing grounds for how they're going to approach it. Well, I thought I thought one of the things, uh, some of the, one of the controversies of Nintendo, uh, I, th- I think even maybe like going back to like the Wii U was that like, um, like a lot of their you know uh, virtual console releases, like they they're not like native files, right? Like they're actually running on emulators, like they use emulation software to like run those virtual console things. So like people were kind of, I, I remember this controversy where people were kind of saying like, like Nintendo, you crack down so hard on emulators and like people who like, you know, make like fan games and, 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 and emulation, but then, you know, you turn around and use emulators to like run your games that you sell back to people. Like what's, what's going on? Pretty hypocritical. Um, well, yeah so that's what i mean like i i thought this has been a thing for a while now like and then yeah and then it was even sort of like bolstered when people found out that uh that even like yeah mario 3d all-stars was sort of like running through like emulation software so i mean i, I realistically i think yeah I, I i you know my money is sort of on this is this was probably just a test image like you know they probably just grabbed whatever they needed for like i mean in all in all likelihood that like that you know that kid is probably just holding like a blank like a, a, a turned off switch and they probably just superimposed an image onto it Possibly, because it's yeah. really not that hard to do. Like I did that, I did that on uh my, like my Twitter banner a little while ago when I like, uh you know, um when I was in uh, Putacana and I like took a picture of like my switch on the beach and I like superimposed an image of animal crossing on it. And all I had to do was really just like, sort of like, you know, er- like erase the image a little bit of, um, animal crossing like the, the screenshot of animal crossing so it kind of looked like like you know you could see the glare on the screen so it kind of looked real yeah so it's not really like it's really not a hard thing to do right um yeah but then I'll again could have been an interesting choice to like use mario or your run off the mill nintendo switch game that's already come out but metroid was a pretty interesting thing well you know um I, I, it's just the thing right it's like it's a metroid it's a metroid based uh like you know decal and i think i think chris is kind of is he's definitely on to something with like you know the 35th anniversary being around the corner i wouldn't be surprised if we probably saw some like zelda stuff happening too um 
or at the very i mean we get we're getting uh age of calamity like what like in like by like next week so uh, yeah like next friday i think yeah so i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised too if even next by like by like next uh i'm not sure what uh what day specifically it lands on now and i should because you know the 20th uh, next friday no no, no i mean uh, i mean like the 35th anniversary stuff i guess it'll just be like the i guess a year-long thing but Metroid's like is august you know, like early august i think but zelda mm-hmm. i'm not sure so like uh i wouldn't be surprised then if, if at that point um we got uh like actual um images well you know what it says here uh what is it the the, the original zelda released on in february that might oh, be yeah, should be something soonish japan maybe maybe no 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 it was worldwide um yeah so like that's what i mean like it wouldn't be surprising to me if they like they you know started sort of like the whole like you know 35th anniversary with uh with like you know you know early like beginning of the year like actual details on breath of the wild 2 like that would be the biggest sort of like easiest place to go to yeah, I mean, really, I'll, I'll I'll take anything Metroid at this point. Like I was saying to you the other day, uh, I'll even take a straight other M port. Don't burn me. But. Well, we uh, we you know, yeah, we had uh, we had a discussion about that, and we don't we don't need to get into it now. It's a whole that's another podcast. Nintendo, please, um, just something, Samus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is interesting because like the Nintendo Switch doesn't have a lot of road left, right? So a smart business move would have been dropping the prime trilogy on the switch like right when no one's buying the switch or when there are another new consoles coming out in an effort to sell way more because now like you injected another killer app into this dying switch so maybe that could Wait, be what they're doing dying switch whoa whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. take it take it I'm down talking there yeah. longer down the road i'm not talking about now uh, okay, I was saying again, we're talking a from a life there. cycle standpoint right eventually all consoles do like uh you know stop selling or a new one comes out right so that switch is obviously going to hit that point now at that point when like uh people are getting new consoles right like how do you sell more of the old one before it's like not circulated well you drop something like metroid prime trilogy um could be reserved for the end yeah yeah and you know what uh, sorry i just i had to do some so a little bit of a little bit of research but so like you know um the the intro cutscene I, I did forget the intro cutscene to um Samus Returns was just like still images mm, mostly or like that um, kind of weird animated still image thing they do no they're just they're just still images still? okay yeah they're just they're st- I'm just I'm, I'm just looking at a YouTube video of it now um yeah so they're just straight up still images so like you know I'm sure I'm sure that you know it, uh, if anything like it is you know it's not hard to just take like that image and put it somewhere um who knows right maybe they had a high a high uh high pixel version of that image i mean um, or, or so, maybe maybe next year we'll get uh you know this rumored metro prime collection maybe we'll get this poor if it exists and maybe we'll uh see some more about metro prime 4 yeah i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't even be totally surprised too if it was just like a straight like handheld collection like you know you get like samus returns you get like i don't know fusion, fusion. So, uh, zero yeah, like fusion and zero mission are my personal favorites in the series so i'd be zero mission is really for... really good i i honestly think, like part of me does think that like a lot of a lot of people don't play the first metroid on the nes just because it is really like it's a really hard game to get into not just because it's very like convoluted but it's like and you know and you, you needed a freaking nintendo power subscription to get through it but wow, like really oh yeah, yeah no yeah, it, it was, was like special. 
it's it is a it's a rough game to to sit down and play, but especially by today's standards. But like Zero Mission, like re like like completely reinvented the first game. Like it's it is it's like the only way to experience it, in my opinion. I agree with you there. Was Bruce. Zero Mission like a remake? It was a remake of the yeah. original Metroid, and it actually like it filled in some gaps too of stuff. Like it, it kind of showed like you know like um like like where Samus kind of got like her you know like I guess traditional version of her suit like with the big like chunky yeah, like, like shoulder pads um yeah it fleshed it out a lot more it kind of it kind of showed like um i think like one of the final bosses is like is like a like a prototype version of like mecha ridley um it, yeah it's just it's a lot better in like every way it implements a lot of stuff that fusion did like you know being able to like grab ledges and stuff too like yeah, so yeah no, see it's a, if Metroid, the new Metroid game, was really coming out from the 3DS to the Switch, they could do the same thing as they did with like uh, Zero Mission, where it's like you have the game, you remaster, it's a whole thing, but then you go 50% further and you kind of just build something completely new beyond that. Yeah, I agree. Just, but you know, just like I said, it's it's by the nature of what Samus Returns is, it's there's there's not a lot of room to go places with it, um, but who knows. Yeah. Um anyway, let's mo- let's let's move on. Um so in 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 uh news that is not necessarily good for people, but at the same time it's like, you know, it's not necessarily uh the end of the, it's not the really the the the, the death knell. Um but it also is very vindicating for me of all people <laughs> and I really wish that Cole was here to to be a part of this, but um so apparently Square Enix lost a ton of money on uh off the back of uh marvel's avengers we're not just talking about like a uh, few million dollars we're talking like how much now uh i believe it was 65 was it 63 i thought it was 65 um let me just let me just double double check um, yeah like somewhere in that range though it we're talking in the dozens yeah no it, it was it was quite a bit of money um and uh so you know 60 yeah 63 million um Primary. This was their. This was their. Their. Their sort of their. Their last. Their, their Q four or Q. Uh, was it their Q four? No, their sort of like Q three. Their their uh, events in March. They're a bit different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is. It was. It just. I guess it would have like been from the there, the yeah. whole. Uh. Yeah. Like. Um. Financial. Their last financial quarter. Uh. And. Uh. Yeah. They. They are down big time. Um particularly on uh avengers um yeah it's, yeah it's, uh, it, it's it's the one spot of their whole financial report where they're they took a pretty big hit yeah they bet a lot of it a lot of us triple a avengers game well it's, i mean had it actually yeah. been uh, a triple a avengers game maybe they might have actually made some money on it but the fact that they you know kind of slapped out a quick and dirty live service game that they thought was going to make money for them in perpetuity you know especially especially during a friggin' pandemic <laughs> like yeah that uh, that didn't help especially with their um the first patches of dlc got delayed and sort of the next gen version so you know these live service yeah. games kind of depend on that first delivery of new content to to keep afloat. Oh, absolutely and, and uh, right off and the that, bat, you know, and you then you get a game, but then it runs out of road right away because, like, as soon as you're done the campaign, right? Again, it goes back to Jordan's live service idea, where that's as far as it gets. You know, you are doing the same thing, 
and it doesn't really go anywhere because there's a lack of content due to the pandemic right so there's so many like uh you know, basically like Square Enix, they built a wall of a room for themselves, but then that room is like shrinking around them. And it's like, you know, they can't even push it out with like DLC. They're so they're pretty much, you know, they put themselves in that position. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and it's, and it's not just it's obviously it's not just them, right? It's like it's any live service game, like all these live service games, they have a very specific formula. And, you know, and, and it's it's not hard to see why people like it. Like, I get it. Um, but you know, they, it's, it's almost like, it's like this, it's this sort of like, um, artificial, like enjoyment, right? It's like you, you only like, it's kind of like you, you know, and and, and I don't want to, I don't really want to come down too hard on people, obviously, like, you know, you like what you like and that's fine, but it's like, it's, to me, it's just, it's, it's very, you, you only like it because it's manipulative, right? It's like, it manipulates you into thinking that you like it because it's just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing things and I, you know, I'm having some semblance of fun and that's enough. Right. But it's just like, when you're doing the same thing over and over again, like, like that can't be fun. Yeah. Like that can't be fun forever. Like, unless you really don't want for much. Um, but you know, and, and, and Chris is a hundred percent right. Like these games, they, 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 like, they, live or die on on you know uh, like like they're they're sort of like initial updates and if they don't come out in 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 you know in a in a in a reasonable time frame then yeah people are just going to forget about it and you're going to bleed out your your player base and then by the time you know you you actually roll something out something new has come along and you know some next live service has come along and people have moved on to that like it's just it just it just really just goes to show like how like the the whole live service um like model is really just built on a house of cards and it's just like it's not it, it and it hasn't been sustainable like there are so many failure stories of like live service games that just like either didn't deliver content didn't deliver content that was valuable or like you know shot themselves in the foot in other ways so like I, I guess Square Enix really thought that people like loved the Marvel's Avengers brand so Enough much that they were just to gonna like, like yeah yeah <laughs> come out in droves for this. I, it, like it's, yeah. it's kind of a shame. Like I haven't gotten too far into the campaign itself, my like personally, but like I, I am really enjoying the campaign. Like I think they did some they did some fun things with that, and it's gonna hurt that aspect of it that they rushed into the live service aspect, which is fundamentally flawed somewhat. And yeah, I beat the entire game and I got on day one as well. And it's like I was going through that high of, you know, just being in the Avengers. And like uh, it was the experience that like a lot of people were excited for. Right. But then overlooking that was just like uh, it doesn't really go anywhere beyond like after the game's done. Like and obviously like after you've played through most of it. Right. Like the purpose just doesn't end there. And like a good life for service game would continue like rolling out things to keep it going like uh we're talking like story elements campaigns free dlc which actually continues that like gameplay but it's not there with marvel's avengers not yet at least not yet yeah they have, they have a good you know, roadmap for it but it's just been pushed back so yeah well road these roadmaps typically tend to lead to nowhere um <laughs> so at but this like... point, i'm kind of stuck in the realm of just like I've beaten the game. I'll go back to it, play it on occasions, but it's really just after that. There is no new thing to do, you know? 
Well, it's funny. You know, it's funny that you guys like talk about the story because I was actually just just watching. So like, I, I really like didn't like wasn't paying attention to uh, Marvel's Avengers at all. Um, and maybe it was the wrong like like YouTube video to watch, but I was watching the Oni plays guys like play through the Avengers, and I gotta say. It looks really stupid. Like, I feel like if I had spent money on that game, I would have been genuinely mad about it. Like, it's real fucking dumb. Um, yeah, like, it just, it doesn't, like, I, I don't know. Like, it just, it looks so, like, just, like, cheap. I, like, it just I, seems like you're running no off other... the mill, like, Saturday well, yeah, like, morning just... cartoon. Yeah, but like worse like it just like more like cliche written very like cheaply written like it wasn't it didn't feel engaging at all and then even just like the like seeing things like like playing as the hulk like even just watching people play as the hulk i was like this guy feels like it looks like he he weighs like half a pound like he has no weight behind him he's stomping around there's no like there's no like 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 he's genuine like aff- yeah no, yeah, there's no impact. There's no like genuine effect. Like they're just like ripping like giant like blocks, you know, out of the ground. But then the ground <laughs> is like you know not being destroyed at all. Like even just like sm- and I'm not saying you know you needed you needed to have like particle effects and like you know and, and and destruction physics, but like you know just some general like I don't know like cracks in the ground maybe that just can stay there for a while. Like so it feels like you're actually stomping around and Look, causing Jordan, damage I've, like, I've played the lego marvel games before so i know exactly what you mean when you say it <laughs> like, like it feels cheap you know like there's less of an impact it's just so yeah and i was like really like this is like a this is supposed to be a big like triple a blockbuster game that cost like millions of dollars to make like and then even just like even like other stuff just like watching them play as like even just like as kamala i was like this just like looks like really boring and repetitive to me like i don't know how people can even say that they enjoy this like but then again you know i can spend hours and hours playing animal crossing so what do i know <laughs> i heard animal crossing in the background so i knew you were talking <laughs> you to the, um, nuke or somebody while we we're doing this podcast I'm sorry, I loaded it up. I heard that. <laughs> Multitask. I was like, maybe I could, maybe I could do like a little small. Th- oh, I gotta get those mushroom DIYs, man. They only show up in balloons. It's so annoying. Well, Animal Crossing is another example of a live service game, right? But what do they do uh, right this time around a little bit? And just doesn't. Yeah. Well, like, mm, I I would say, like, yes and no. It is straight um, up a live service game, <laughs> Jordan. No, game, because, like, okay, because, like, it's not a live service in in the sense that, like, you know, they, they like, specifically, like, planned for, like, stuff to be, like, um, you know, like, with, with the exception that, yeah, they didn't include some of, like, the, like, um, like, holidays and stuff because they, they like, you know, they wanted to... a roadmap for stuff like that, too. Well, they, they, they did, like, it's, like, it's not, it's not the same in the sense that they, they, they built a complete game, right? So, like, the only reason that they really, uh, like, didn't launch it completed with, like, or, like, or fully with, like, all the, all the holidays and everything, like, set in stone and ready to go was just because like they were already behind their release. So they kind of like, you know, they kind of like, you know, met in the middle where they're like, okay, we can release it on this day so that like, you know, we don't have to force our developers to crunch. You know, we can get a completed game out there and then just, you know, like obviously it's like it's like unless you're like, you know, one of those time traveling D-bags who like <laughs> needs to experience Christmas like, you know, in September. <laughs> um like realistically it's like you're not <laughs> 
it's like you're not really hurting anyone by saying okay you know like you know we'll 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 put out an update in you know in like september that you know gives you like halloween in october we'll put out an update in november that gives you christmas in december like you know obviously go back in time to kill tom nuke the but the the, the, the very distance (laughs) no he's a lot nicer in this game and you know what i'm sorry nook Gets a bad rap, man. He's like everyone acts of this time around. So I'll, no, I'll get no, 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 no. Okay, everyone needs to stop <laughs> with this stupid meme bullcrap. Oh, Tom Nook is this mob boss. It's like Tom Nook. You know what? Yeah, I'm when I was nicer an, this time around. That was a teenager. No, no, no. Even even back then, okay. Everyone needs to f off with this because, like, you know, when I was an edgy teenager and I didn't understand like like how economics or like you know debt works. I was like, oh yeah, this this freaking guy is always shaking you down for bells. It's like, no, this guy gives you a 0% interest loan with no fixed payment plans, payback <laughs> on as you want on a friggin' house, okay? On a house. <laughs> I can barely afford to get an apartment in this economy, and this guy gives you a 0% interest, down, no down payment on a house? I'm not, sorry. This is your mob boss? I wish not all to mention foreign that, that, buyers that were like Tom Nuke. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention that you're making the money to pay him back by selling things to his own business. Like yeah, exactly, his business getting money. Now, from what him I to pay back yeah, I got to interject. And then what I really like about Animal Crossing is how it like it's one of those games that like completely nails its never-ending purpose. Like it's a game that only gets better like the longer you spend more time with it now with marvel's avengers it's not like that honestly as soon as it's all over all you do is just like cap your characters out to like level 150 and like as soon as you're done right you're only waiting for the next content update to really have anything beyond like the initial 30 hours yeah, yeah, you know what, and you, I think you, you definitely nailed it there, and that's, and it's something I was gonna kind of like get at, um, before we, before we went off, before I went off, off the rails on that, um, it's, it's, it's like, it's even, even kind of going back to like, you know, when, when Cole and I were arguing about, about this, and he brought up Monster Hunter World, it's like, you know, a game like Animal Crossing, um, like it it doesn't feel like a chore like that's i think that's like that's the biggest problem with games like even like destiny 2 and anthem and now avengers it's like it's like and even like looking at a game like fortnite like the whole reason i stopped playing fortnite probably like one of the most like the, the biggest examples of a live service is the fact that like after a while it genuinely started to feel like a job. Like I wasn't playing it because I wanted to play it to enjoy it. Like I, yeah. I was playing it because I was like, okay, I got to get in there. I got to get my dailies done. I got to get this challenge done. I got to get this yeah, challenge exactly. done. Like, you know, to, 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 to sort of justify like the money that I spent on it. Well, it's, it's, it, but doesn't, it doesn't even start to feel like an investment. It just starts to feel like work. And it's just like, you know what? I already have a job. I shouldn't be playing video games to like have a second job. So you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so like when you're, if you're playing a game like, like the Avengers and it's like, yeah, there's a story mode, but then once you're done, it's like, okay, I got to get in there. I got to get this done. I got to, I got to do this. I got to do I got to level up this guy. I got to try to get and, like, and, and which is, which is probably further compounded by people who, you know, spent money on like the, like the battle passes for their individual characters. Like you're not, 
you're not playing a video game at that point. You know what I mean? You're you're working, but like Animal Crossing, like yeah, there are some live servicey elements in the in the way that they update. You know, they do the, these seasonal updates, and you know they they're adding stuff down the line. But but it doesn't feel like this is content that was missing. It feels like content that's being added. Yeah, and like it's a that game really- that's designed to make you relax. Yeah, exactly. That and, and I was, I was like, like like that part of like the big part of the reason of why it works is really because it's like it's very like it's it's not at all linear. It doesn't like it's it, it's just it's designed so that you 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 take your time with it and you go at your own pace and you don't feel like you need to be in there every second of the day yeah. like getting your money's worth. Like it never leaves you behind for playing as slowly as you want to go. Not like no, live exactly. service games where they have battle passes and deadlines. Yeah, absolutely. This I mean, is, this like, is that's the, you know. Yeah, it, it's 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 how much time people are putting into these games too, right? Like I, big, I'm a big Destiny fan. I got Destiny two when it came out, and I was kind of picking away at it slower than you know the hive mind. And uh, there's a lot of people complaining about how stale it got and everything like that. But I'm like, I'm picking away at it, you know, an hour or two each day, and like I'm still I have a lot of stuff to do. But I can see if you're rushing through it and you're grinding each mode to death each week, then you're gonna get bored faster right and same thing like with animal crossing if you grind if you spend five hours a day playing you're gonna get everything the way you want it and you're gonna run out of stuff to do right like it's each of these games has a different lifespan yeah no that's that's true you know and i I, and i always speak for myself as, as with animal crossing specifically like like i i guess personally i just i never got to that point like you know at the at the height of the pandemic like when i was you know when we were sort of like you know shut down and i was home for like a couple like uh you know a couple months and the first couple of weeks where I was just like staying inside all the time, I was barely leaving my room. Like, you know, it was just like, this is, this is the way it is. And this is like, this is what I got to do. Like I was genuinely spending like five, six hours a day just playing Animal Crossing. And it, uh, frankly, like it just, it never got boring for me. Like I, it was, it really was like, just because it was such a chill thing to do at the time, like where I'm already stuck inside all day that like, it just like, it, it was always super mellow. Like I never got bored with it, but like, you know, going uh, like talking about like I, I, destiny, like yeah, like I, you know, and and I've said this before, like I, I I did like Destiny one, and I was excited when I started playing Destiny two, but like I felt like I never really played Destiny like that much, like insofar that you know, like you know, I would do a story mission here and there, like I would bounce around the world a little bit, and I don't know, like I felt like I got through that game really fast, like I hit level forty pretty quickly. Like, I I might have been like like not even halfway through the story and I was already max level. And then my, my cousin started playing destiny and he just blew through the story. Didn't really touch any of the side stuff. And he, then he, he just told me, he's like, he's like, yeah, they max level you when you beat the story. <laughs> and I was like, that's seems kind of dumb. Like, I feel like I actually worked kind of hard to get to level 40. I was doing side quests and shit. And he's like, no dude, it just, yeah. Just once you, once you beat the game is they'll, they'll just max level you. So you can do like raids and stuff. Well, and there goes your purpose. Grind, yeah. But then, but even then, it's just like at that at that point, like you know, that game was so heavily reliant on on loot boxes, and there was like two raids you could do, and you know the the big like super raid that you needed like five guys to do, like you know, I mean for me it was impossible. I never ever ended up doing it because I could never squad up with like five other people. So I don't know. It just uh, it just yeah, goes it really to show, does man. Feel I feel like if you don't pay more money, you only get like half a game. Yeah, no, it really and that and, and and that is like the by design, the way that these things are made. Like, you know, I, I had a I had a guy at work, um and I know I know he was he he was just saying it to like, you know, get my goat and like 
it it only like kind of did <laughs> but like you know well because it it did but then i realized that you know it's just like this this is this guy just really is the kind of wiener who would do something like this <laughs> he 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 calls to me across the floor he's like hey jordan uh i pre-ordered assassin's creed valhalla and i was just like i was like oh my god i was like really <laughs> i was like why were you afraid you weren't going to get it <laughs> <laughs> this like what like Ubisoft wasn't gonna put out a thousand billion copies of this stupid game, but then you know I, you know so I, I had that I had that one like little moment of anger, but then I was like you know what, you really are the kind of guy who would just like go out of his way to pre-order a game from a company as terrible as Ubisoft, and I'm not just talking about like game stuff. I'm talking about all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes there. Um. And it's just like it's just like what like what were you excited for? Another stupid game that's just going to be a bunch of time wasting BS where they're probably going to purposefully design the game to be grindy and annoying so they could sell you the like the the quote unquote option to make the game more enjoyable to play like freaking time savers. It's like these guys these guys specifically designed a game that they that, that they, they they didn't want you to play. They made it annoying on purpose so that you could buy the option to make the game playable. And that's live services in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine how pissed off you were at that. No, you know, I got I I wasn't. I I knew what he was doing, but then I was just like I was just like, "No, you know, this this guy really is he's just a wiener. Like he's a wiener in every like sense of the word so it was just like it was like whatever man you do i mean he's the guy who went out and and, and i went on dude i went on for like w- like weeks talking about how bad anthem was gonna be and like 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 letting him know like I, because because he was so excited about anthem and i was just saying to him, like i don't know dude like i've been following this game pretty closely and it looks like it's really gonna be like you know a bad time right out of the gate he goes out and buys it anyway. Just didn't listen to a word I said. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Like a week later, he came back. He came to me. He's like, he's like, yeah, so um, I think you were right about Anthem. And I was like, oh, you don't say. It's almost like I work in the industry and I know things. Oh, yeah. He was totally allowed to find out in his own way. No, no. Clement, no. <laughs> That's his right. That's his right. <laughs> no. He lost okay. his money. So like, I yeah. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like you go around shepherding people into like what what's gonna work what's not gonna work listen you know? when you see that the stove is on and you're telling someone that that the stove is on and that they're probably gonna get burned if they touch the stove when they turn around and touch the stove and go yeah you know what i think you were right about the stove being on well, it's like you don't just you can't just be like oh well you got to make that decision yourself it's like no i told you that you were gonna get burned and you touched the damn stove anyway well that's natural selection for you yeah I well games don't exactly hurt you like that so well, yeah. well he's still alive right yeah. he's still alive after playing <laughs> anthem uh i guess to what degree you could call that being alive alive and well (laughs) games can hurt you like emotionally and financially survived to the valhalla days of gaming oh god yeah he didn't go to valhalla from anthem (laughs) he lived on in such a tantrum too that that, there was another there was another time i got i got so many stories about dumb video game experiences with this guy (laughs) he he threw such a tantrum when we all told him he was stupid for buying a 500 dollars call of duty special edition which one was that 
I don't know. It was one of the what it was like last year. It was the one that came with night vision goggles. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! And I was like, I was like, they already released a special edition that came with night vision goggles, like like seven years ago. And I'm just like, and I'm like, and I was like, it's Call of Duty. Why would you ever spend the the amount of money you could have spent to buy almost two switches on a Call of Duty? There's going to be another one next year with another stupid special edition, and it's going to be worthless. I wonder what this year's special edition is i never actually found that out okay i think i think we need to put we need to put a a a, a moratorium on on calling any any call of duty extra edition special because it's like when there's a when there's a new one every year they're just common now it's just common they should Dude, call, just I be have to spend editions. my console money somewhere else now so <laughs> give me the satisfaction there's, yeah there's extra edition that's we should just call it, you know, we just not even extra. We just call it common. It's like it's like you know when you when you play like an MMO and you just get common loot. They don't even have that's a what they are. edition this time around. Well, like I'm looking they, through it, and it's just like uh, it's just digital stuff because I think because of COVID, right, and the supply chain dwindling, it's probably. But but I need a third pair of stupid night vision goggles that I have no real use for. Hey, it was yeah. 1980s. <laughs> yeah, nice yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So Jordan, <laughs> anyway, is there, Nick- is there a reason why you're so on edge today? <laughs> yeah, man. What irks you? This is a safe space. You, you, you can tell us. Please. How was your morning? Oh god. You How know what damn morning was. That's yeah, what you were right here We were both <laughs> You know, okay, so I guess I guess let's we can finally get into uh, what we were talking about at the top of the podcast. Yeah. So none of us got next gen consoles. None today. of us got a PS5 um, today on launch day when we should have. Yeah, would all of us should have? Damn it! <laughs> and there should have um, been enough for everybody. But like the very turbulent PS5 pre-order thing, history repeats itself in which you go online to the website, right? And because there's so many people wanting to get one, right? It's kind of like a lottery where like the site will crash and when you reload it, you'll either end up on the landing page uh, checkout or you end up back at the product page or there is no product page altogether, you know? Like the entire product gets sold out as soon as you click refresh. And like, you want to know, Clem, you want to know like my my like heart like jumped up into my throat when i yeah. like when i like i like refreshed that page and i saw like the add to cart button light up and no, i was I like oh my god the I'm demon like, coming this, out of you bro is this happening yeah no, <laughs> my then, heart was then, thumping when i had that I'm chance. Fucking waiting in line and like <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to the end, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, this is it, I'm gonna get a PS5! And then as soon as I click checkout, it's just like, no. this item is sold out. Denied. I know. And I was like, that I was is like, like, why? The ultimate scumbag move ever, like, of all my experiences on online retail, that had to be like the biggest backstab I've ever had. Oh my god, I I know. It's just like, it, it, like it's like, and I was so, you know... I almost, I almost like, I almost want to like kick myself because, you know, it's like, I try to be one of those guys who's like, who doesn't buy into like FOMO and like, you know, can, can stand here and be like, oh, I'm so much smarter than all you guys. I knew I wasn't going to get a PlayStation 5 on the day of launch. So I didn't even try, but like, it like, like. You know, I don't know why, like, I just, I genuinely got excited about it. Like, just like, you know, hearing Brendan talk about it and seeing things about it. I was like, you know what? Like, 
Like, I'm actually like excited to get to get this PS5. Um, I, I, dude, I was having dreams last night again. Like, I was literally having dreams that You're I was like fantasizing about having the having the console in your dude, room. Dude, like, like legit, <laughs> like there, legit, like no. But this is what I mean. Like, like it's like legit vivid dreams of like not even like having the console of just like going out of my computer like logging on like to like whatever like best buy actually procuring the console and then like getting onto slack and being like oh my god i got one guys like and then i would wake up and be like and be (laughs) like oh shit like it's still like you know it's only like 3 a.m like it's still like a ways to go before i could even like you know get ready to, to have this thing so like and, and and it's just like it's it's like it's almost like it's it's so it's such a dejecting experience because like like I even remember remember um you know seeing people on Twitter who were like like genuinely getting excited about having pre-orders of the PS5 and I was like yeah. really like this is the point we're at where like people are excited about pre-orders um you know, so yeah, I, I, like I really, I really did have this, like you know, this like like holier than thou mentality about it going into it. But like, the fact that I got that I actually did kind of get swept up in the whole thing, just just to sort of like, yeah, just just to be just to be greeted with a, uh, you know, sorry, this this item is sold out literally like five seconds after the 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 thing became you know quote unquote available. Um, was really uh it was a it was a genuine bummer man like i don't know why like part of me really believed that i was gonna get this thing yeah i mean like they got they have a thing for getting your hopes up and then eventually like because somehow everyone else managed to get get to like checkout or a select few managed to get the checkout suddenly like hey like you just got bumped off even though you're front in line well yeah and it just i guess it just makes me wonder like really like i guess how much of these things were available to begin with you know and then or i guess how many other people like you know i don't obviously i don't don't think i want to chalk everything up to like scalpers but it's just like how many people probably had like yeah like programs and algorithms set up so that like the minute this thing became available like they were already on top of it or multiple people trying to get one console for one person yeah well, I, I know, but like, yeah, like, but even then, like, you know, couldn't you just set up like multiple accounts and like to have like VPNs set up? I, I I don't know. I feel like it's, I'm sure it's not impossible. Like that one person could probably procure more than one console, even, even despite the whole like, oh yeah, one console per household thing. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense because you're kind of ruining launch day for everybody else. Like I was talking yesterday where uh, the hardworking person who's waited so long for a PS5 isn't going to get one at the expense at other people's expenses, I guess. Yeah. And I, you know, um, I guess like, I should, we, I guess we should have known that like, this was never going to be like a solid launch. Um, it should have been. Well, well, it's just weird. It's, 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 it's weird everywhere. Like too, like, you know, uh, like yeah, I'm looking at Toys R Us right now too. And for some reason, the digital edition of PS5 is still listed as coming soon. Like the, the physical, the disc system is listed as out of stock but the yeah. digital version is still just coming soon. Um, so I don't even know what the hell's going on. I know, like, I know, like, you know, with retailers and stuff too, and, and even like, I think like Sony itself, like they, they're not like super keen or I know re- like retailers specifically aren't super keen on selling the, uh, the digital edition. Right. That's fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't be because happy. obviously they want you to come out and buy more like, like discs and stuff. So I, I, I think like there's, there's a certain degree of, uh, 
skullduggery going on where they're just trying to make these the digital versions like less less available yeah but like i think i think launching a console during a pandemic was like never going to be a smooth experience this is kind of why like like because i was kind of thinking back um to like the switch launch right and it's like the switch launch obviously wasn't perfect you know there was still some limited availability on those things too like nintendo you know and and i and i always i always fall back on this and i I, you know i don't know how how true it is you know personally but like you know I, i i i do believe that nintendo did really feel the burn of the wii u so i think even when it came to the switch you know they were kind of hedging their bets initially um because it really it really wasn't long after the switch launch that you could like go to a store and just find them like they they were yeah. kind of just everywhere after like, that it like, was like know, a dream where you could just walk in and they were all available well, yeah <laughs> but you know but like even 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 like with 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 um the switch right like like you know like i said like me me and my buddy we went to like just like a local walmart the like the the morning it came out it was like it was like maybe like, like 10 o'clock in the morning we just went to walmart we walked up to the counter. We said, you know, we get two switches and two copies of Zelda. And they were just like, yeah, okay, here you go. Right. Like, like we could, we could just walk into a store and get them. Right. Yeah, I remember those days. And that's what I mean. So like, you know, now that we're in the middle of a pandemic and going to stores is still kind of like a, a you know, a dicey proposition. I get that. Like, you know, you, you know, obviously you didn't, you didn't want to like put, things in stores and, and cause a friends like that we were just talking about last week too and you know all those dumb people who were lined up at eb you know at, at the height of the pandemic which you know which was a, a bonehead move to be sure but i i kind of feel like if you were going to launch the console in the middle of a pandemic at least at this point where you know things still aren't great and i i, I things are steadily getting worse in fact um but we're we're all kind of on the ball now. I think a little bit more than we were at the start of this thing. Like you know, we we more and more people understand like the importance of social distance, distancing. More and more people, and even like stores, understand the importance of like mandatory mask wear and stuff like that. Like you could have had consoles, like physical consoles, go out to stores. I think yeah, so people and, would actually like, have a better chance. Them. Well, and and retailers would have would have had a better idea now of how to like handle a console launch than like at the start of this thing. Um, but then again, like I get it, right? Like I get that, like you know, it's still it's still you know not the most safe option. So maybe you know maybe we could have postponed the launch of this console, like instead of creating this 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 really like you know stupid situation where now you have like not only do you have multiple windows of pre-orders but now you have like this this weird like limbo situation of like will i even be able to get this thing in god knows how long like yeah like hindsight is 2020 as well right like i'm I'm sure if they knew back in june or july when they announced the ps5 how things were going to be now in november they might have changed their tune they maybe they would have postponed but like you know, back then things were things were on the men globally for the most part. Like numbers were going down and things were going all right. But now, where we are now, numbers are higher than they ever were, at least in certain areas around here. 
you got yeah, people I mean, we've been reduced procedures to... and things like that. It's it's yeah, they couldn't. Yeah, the whole thing get this bad again. Like the whole vision of launch days at this point kind of showed me it went from the excitement of lining up everybody going into a store and then like just getting the consoles like obviously in single file and everyone getting enough right mm -hmm. all the way to like uh you know everybody sleep deprived with their uh, tongues out just looking at the every listing and then as soon as like the counter comes on you don't know whether or not you're gonna get one you're just like clicking refresh or you're like everything is just uh in full panicking mode that's not the vision of launch day that's not what launch date's all about no and you know and, and <laughs> like penny, penny i know penny arcade did a really like they did a really like kind of like a like a i, I almost want to call it bittersweet like comic the other day where like you know gabe was kind of like lamenting the fact that like you know just the the, the time that we're in right now and the fact that people are like pre-ordering consoles and getting them online like the whole like necessity of like lining up you know mid like at like midnight launches is kind of like gone or it's like just not it's just like not like doable anymore and then like the the, the final panel is kind of this like you know sweet image of you know gabe sort of sitting out in front of his house with some other guy down the street at his house like waving to him like they're just they're just pretending to line up for like you know the launch of this or like the delivery of their systems so like there is there is a sort of like I guess like nostalgic factor I think to you know the like the midnight launch and yeah like and people lining up and 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 all kind of being like excited and there's like that sort of like communal thing to it, um, but like now yeah there's just there's just no way to do that now like now it's just like it was always going to be like a, a disappointment I think and like you know exactly. and, and especially especially now it's almost like as much as as much as I don't want to buy into that and be that kind of guy like now it it does kind of piss me off a little bit that like you know i got excited and i tried to get this thing and i and you know and it, it was gone so quickly and you know seeing people on twitter who were like oh i got my ps5 i'm just like yeah. you know what screw you like <laughs> like i'm just i'm not even happy for that i'm just mad that i couldn't get mine like well it's, it's and, 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 right well but you know what it's just it's weird because like, yeah like i think like I, I i kind of agree with clem like it just it, it really never used to be like that. Like I, no. you know, I think when I think back, like probably one of the, like the, 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 the best memories I, that I had about like a console launch um, is, was, was the launch of the Wii, right? Like, like, cause that, that was another one. That thing was like impossible to find when it came out. And it really? wasn't like Nintendo, oh, yeah. it wasn't like Nintendo wasn't pumping them out. Like people were just buying them up like in droves because it was such a popular thing um you know so yeah like, like i i had a buddy at the time who like yeah like he got his switch um i like uh, uh, or uh, sorry not switch uh his uh, his wii um i think i think because at the time he was working at eb so he kind of put one aside for himself like one that was supposed to go to the public he just sort of like put it aside for himself um so he got his wii or uh, pretty quickly um and you know and like and we were all just like yeah like totally in love with the system and like i was you know i was trying hard to sort of keep an eye on it but again like you know i, I was in like high school at the time so I, like, I didn't have my ear to the ground on uh like console stuff like as much as i did now and even just like the capacity of like you know um like social media and all that stuff wasn't like nearly where it is and now we're like it's it's a lot easier to track that stuff um yeah so, you, like, you know fashion way well, yeah, like I, well, like, like thankfully, 
uh, my 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 cousin was working at um at the the EB in uh, Upper Canada Mall, and he 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 basically he shoots me an email. Is this like like hey man like you know we have uh we had a couple wees come in uh that like you know are, like for the public you know do you want me to put one aside for you like you know I can do that but you li- like you have to come like right now and get it like if you don't come like in the next like hour or so like it has to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so like, so I, I get that email and I'm stressing, I'm with my, my other buddy and I'm just like, oh my God, like how that, like, cause I, I was living in Bolton at the time and Newmarket was like, you know, a, a good, like, like 45 minute drive away. So I'm like, oh my God, how the hell are we going to get to Newmarket? Like, this is like, this is ridiculous. And, and like, so like, we're just sort of like, you know, we're like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm stressing. So we just decide to sort of just like, to just like go for a walk. We're walking down the street and my, my, my other buddy who had the Wii, who also like had a car just happens to be driving down the street <laughs> and i and i call and i'm like i'm like dude what are you doing right now he's like nothing he's like why i'm like we need to go to newmarket right now <laughs> and he's just like he's like ah oh, i don't know like you know I, I don't know if i really felt like driving for that much longer i'm like i'm like you don't understand there's a wee for me <laughs> and he was kind of oh like he kind of like, he kind of baited me a little bit he was just like ah oh, you know I don't know. I'll think about it. So he like, he kind of like, like he, cause he was, he was dropping his girlfriend off. So he kind of like went, like, you know, he went to drop his girlfriend off. I walk back home. I'm stressing out. He freaking pulls up into my driveway. He's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and we flew down to freaking to Newmarket. I'm like, I was like bouncing in my seat. I was like, oh my God, I'm like it's happening. And yeah, we went, we went to EB. There's no, no issues. My cousin brings out the Wii for me. He's like, here you go, buddy. Like, enjoy it. That's amazing. And yeah, like that was that was it, man. It, it was just it was like such a good a, launch day. Oh man, it was such a great experience. It, it really like was. Mission. And then you know, but then but then you know, as, as it's it's interesting because then like you know, as time goes on, like you it just you sort of get away from that. Like I remember, like like even like I think when the 360 came out, like I wasn't like super duper excited to get a 360, but like you know, I was interested in it. But like you know, I, I think it's it, it you know at that point uh, you know an EB had opened up in in Bolton, so like. Uh, you know, so it wasn't like I, you know, I I had to like drive for an hour. It was just like you know a, a thirty minute walk down the street, and you know I just we just sort of like went up to the store. I was like, hey man, you know, we, I, you know I had a job at that point, so I had disposable uh, income, and I was like, you know, can I just get an Xbox? And like, yeah, okay, here you go. It kind of gets less. I guess it gets less exciting over time. I mean, it's which not might be very satisfying compared to now. Well, yeah. So I mean, which might be why, like, for like, I guess for like a split second, I allowed myself to get excited about a new console, and then it was just sort of like a heartbreaking experience. Well, I mean, everything, yeah, no, was, everything, a... everything was more satisfying in the before times. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah. long way from like a launch all the way back to like the PS2, even three generations back. I remember mm-hmm. I was like five years old, actually, and um, for some reason the ps2 everyone could get one there was actually more than enough for everybody at that time and i think it's because uh playstation came off of their success off the ps1 and they thought you know they could totally make more now that they're not experimenting with uh, the game industry anymore so that they knew everyone wanted to buy one right so they pretty much just in their um uh in their production line they just pretty much made two consoles for every one person i think and at that point that's when, like, I, you know, five-year-old me had no idea what I was ex- what I was expecting. I think my dad wanted it more than I did, so uh, we went <laughs> into like a Best Buy, right? And you could just see like, it, like so many stacks of PlayStations all over the store, and it was like um, those big blue boxes, and um, you know, just seeing like I've never seen so much blue in my life because there were so many. 
PS2s just available on launch day. So they even had enough to make like giant Christmas trees out of them, right? And people didn't yeah. need to line up for them because like everyone was already carrying one in tow. Like you legit could before uh, consoles were locked behind cases, you could go up to one of these piles, take three of these like PS2 cases and just walk everywhere, you know? That's how abundant they were. And uh, it was just so weird seeing people like, no one needed to line up everyone was perfectly calm and people even had time just to like stop by the soul caliber booth and play a couple of games and some people were stopping by like other demo areas before they picked one up like there was never this need to like uh line up with all, all of these hyenas including myself and like <laughs> just uh, have our eyes and mouths water and like refresh everything you know and times back then like obviously like covid changed a lot of the production line at the same time like the way ps like playstation did it is they could have produced like a lot more ps5s than what we got and they did the same thing with ps2 where like they gambled a bit and they produced like way more than anyone should get but ultimately it actually paid off in like not only customer satisfaction but that leftover inventory could be used down the life cycle because the ps2 only saw like two different like iterations right it wasn't going anywhere at all and its exclusives would only like get rid of like the launch inventory a lot more effectively like i'm saying like they could have made enough for everybody those were the days that was a good launch day i don't know i, I had a very opposite experience with the ps2 launch the... oh do tell uh so yeah. i ended up camping out in front of a walmart overnight uh, I think it came out. I think it came out on like the twenty sixth of two thousand, uh, or the twenty sixth mm -hmm. of October two thousand. Twenty and, years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah. eighty four years ago. Um, Where does the time go? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and so yeah, like my my dad, my brother, and I camped out in Walmart overnight on the on the twenty seventh to the twenty eighth, uh, because Walmart had gotten a shipment of about eighty or so. And we were about mm -hmm. three quarters of the way through the line. So yeah, we, we waited out in shifts over the night. Like we'd go back, one of us would go back to the van. My brother and I went home and watched South Park for a bit at one point. Like, yeah, like it, it was like a fun like, sort of communal experience, like a Penny Arcade strip, right? Like you, everyone's camped out. Yeah. And then we, we got ours, uh, got ours with, um, I think it was Sniper or something. One of the Sniper games, Sniper Elite or something like that. Anyways. Oh, I yeah. think Silent Scope. Silent Scope. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we picked up that with it and got it home and were really quickly bored with that game. <laughs> so it, oh, it, it really ended up being uh, like a DVD player for the first six months. Because mm -hmm. uh, we, we we took back uh, Silent Scope and got Midnight Club, which, you know, we kind of liked racing games at the time, but we weren't like super big fans. But it was, a, it was a fun enough game at its time. But yeah, for the first six months, it was Midnight Club and showing off how good the graphics were in Madden. See, it's it's so funny because I got because I you know because I I slept on the uh, on the PlayStation Two for quite a while, um, you know because because uh you know we grew up Nintendo boys right so literally like anytime anytime a new Nintendo system came out like it was just like you know like literally like the day after Christmas or like the weekend after Christmas we were we were going to if we didn't get the system for Christmas like we usually did, um, you know we were going uh to to get like you know use our like Christmas money to get you know, whatever new system had come out. Right. And I remember even when, like when that, that generation happened, right. We went to the, we went to the, to the mall and like, you know, I think at that, at that time, my, my brother was kind of like eyeing, you know, the, like the PlayStation or even like the Xbox. And I was like, no, I'm like, we have to get the GameCube. It's the new like Nintendo system. Right. 
Um, so I didn't end up actually getting uh, a PlayStation 2 until, uh, what was it, like 8th or like 7th grade when, I, when it was my, uh, my, my, my confirmation. And uh, my sponsor, like my cousin, he actually bought me, like my confirmation gift was a, a PlayStation 2. So this had been, I think, a pro- like maybe like a year or two after the thing had already come out. And uh, and he like the, the, the two games that he got me with my PlayStation was Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh, yeah, that was my Which is arguably <laughs> one of the best games oh, ever made for the PlayStation. Ever, man. And and uh, and so calm. So like we just had these two like great games that were just like you know completely like, different like opposites like sides of the spectrum, but were so like enjoyable to play. Oh man, so calm was great at the start. Back that was like one of the first online games. Spent like a whole yeah. summer yeah. camped out in front of that with uh, like a bottle of Pepsi Blue beside me. <laughs> it was oh, oh my god, days. good old Pepsi Blue. Don't even get me started on that one. Shows how old that is. But yeah, like, like oh Jesus. Like, it was a great time for the PS2, though. Like, it, like if you got one early on, you didn't get as many games, right? But you kind of had to trust the like Sony's process and how they birthed so many like different franchises off that one console alone. Like we had God of War, Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, Killzone. We like, and those continually came out throughout their life cycle, right? So it was pretty much like the gift that kept on giving. Obviously, you can't rule out stuff like Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater was just freaking epic. It could only be accomplished by something like the PS2 along its life cycle. So, uh, yeah, like early on, it, it wasn't really that big. But then, like, holy crap, did 2005, like, just turn everything around for it. Yeah, I think uh, definitely the, the game, the game-making process, too, I think was a lot more, like, open back then too right like now we are kind of in the middle of a uh, uh, you know we are kind of in a, a pretty a pretty um uh like you know pretty bad crafted pickle. pretty bad pickle yeah it's you know it's a really a really terrible monopoly where it's just like you know a, a handful of companies are just buying up all these like third-party developers and now it's like it's it's almost you know it's just it's just like, like like you know those were the days where like those those kinds of developers would just just make games for like everybody right but now it's just like oh you know you want to play this game? It's only going to be on this system now. Well, and, um, and and just the physical act of making the game too requires so many more resources and so much more time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You yes. know, a lot of developers um, actually liked uh, working on PS2 because it was based with like uh, it was pretty close to like PC parts, right? So a long development that gave developers like a lot of freedom to do some really cool things with the PS2, which is why like it got way more exclusives than any other console that time around. Yeah, that's why you know to this to this day people still will say, and I agree that uh, the the PS2 probably had the best library of games of any console. Yeah, it's it's my desert island system. Oh yeah, the San Andreas no, machine. <laughs> uh, Vice City. San Andreas. Right, right. It was GTA Three. No, you know, I, yeah. Well, I I didn't. I just I didn't really end up playing uh, San Andreas at that like when it came out. Um, but like I think to this, you know, even even afterwards, like when I played it, like later on down the line, like Vice City will always be my favorite. Oh, absolutely! I like, forgot I, that I, I uh, also came out in the PS because I was thinking about San Andreas this whole time because I'm actually for CGM. I'm writing like the entire compendium of PlayStation up to the PS5, right? So I'm currently on PlayStation Two, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like ra- rounding all those games. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas pretty much skyrocketed 
the entire like PS2 market for them. Everyone was on a frenzy for that after that version of GTA came out, which is why like I oh, totally yeah. overlooked Vice City. No, because Vice Vice City just I, I think Vice City kind of gets lost because like GTA 3 was like the big like holy crap like jumped to um 3D. Mm-hmm. And then San Andreas was like the really like the like at the time it was like the biggest version of Grand Theft Auto, right? Like it had like, you know, like not only did it have like a, a, a pretty big map, like it had like, you know, like customization options and all these like like cool little like side stuff you can do, like um yeah, jetpack. So like but jetpack. like yeah, but like but like Vice City for me, I think was the was I mean it's my favorite just because like it was the one that remembered that uh grand theft auto kind of started as like a comedy game so like not only did you have this crazy and it was the first one that kind of started like you know introducing like actual like you know actors and stuff into the mix like you had ray Liotta as the main (laughs) character which was hilarious um but like it was just it was just so tongue-in-cheek right like the whole thing was just like this almost this giant parody of like mob movies at the time well yeah and it was set in the 80s it had the best soundtrack yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like GTA Three really kind of set the stage, like for not even not even just for the, what the series was going to do, but for like an entire genre of open world games. Like you can still see its influence today, even things like Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah Final Night Fantasy Fight. was huge on that part as well. I was going yeah, to say two thousand one in December saw Final Fantasy Ten, and then it was definitely worth waiting in line overnight. Uh, oh yeah, I heard that game was super high. I've never played Final Fantasy before. I've never been like that kind of guy. But like looking at that impact, it's like, oh my god! Like um, Final Fantasy VII was pretty much what made Sony into PlayStation. Like after that point, it was only right for them to release like even bigger and better games, right? And because the PS2 had like better hardware, you could only imagine what Chris and a bunch of other people were like. How how blown their minds were when they tried. Uh, X on the PS2 for the first time. Oh, absolutely! Like, like I, I, like I was saying earlier, I was showing off Madden. Like, I don't, I don't really do sports games that much, but like we had Madden, and whenever someone came over for like a family thing, I was like, check out how good this this fucking game looks. And like <laughs> every single time, like you, do you even like football? Well, no, but it it looks good on here. <laughs> over the years, it just changes. Check out how this game looks. Check out how Final Fantasy looks, and then the next year, it's like check out how Metal Gear Solid looks. Yeah, for the first six months <laughs> yeah. slow, but that, like after that, yeah, the PS2 really took off, but. Um, it, it did kind of turn me off of doing the whole launch day frenzy. Like I, I, I had a long strategy of what, or basically what you were doing there, Jordan, of going on like Boxing Day or whatever, like saving up money for the Boxing Day sales. But I, but I, I got to say this year, this year they got me. The PS5 is probably the most I've wanted a system at launch. Yeah, that I know. Time. Yeah, and there Maybe, are I think... things to play on it too. Like that's the kicker. But it's just so bloody expensive. I think, um, I think, I, I, and really, like, I, I, I. I I, I don't think I've I actually wanted a system on at launch like as much probably like since I got the switch like like when I saw like the, the initial because um, I mean like yeah like you know I was working at CG at the time right so like we knew about like you know the rumors of like the NX and stuff like what this thing was actually going to might have been and whatnot but when I actually saw like that first uh, trailer like that introduced the that switch three one uh Right. No, it was, no, uh, was no, 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 it was, no, it wasn't an E3 thing. They just, they just put it out. Like it was just this, this, this oh. random trailer they put out. I think it was like in like July. It was just this like random thing. They just like, oh, by the way, here's our new console. It was, um, it was that, it was that reel that had the same uh, executive guy doing a snap thing every five seconds. 
Yeah. Well, no, no, um, no, no, no. This was just the one. It, this was the trailer that was like, it starts off with the guy playing Breath of the Wild. And then he goes, he takes his dog for oh, a walk that, and he's yeah. still playing. Mm. Then, you know, that girl goes over to the, the rooftop part. Like, this was like the elevator pitch. Like, here's what we have. Um, I think it was, it might have been uh, afterwards, cl- a little closer to, um, to, I want to say like, because I remember it was, like, I remember it was almost like, I want to say like wintertime ish. Um, so it might have been like closer to like November, I think, that they actually did the one, yeah, where the guy like, you know, he was doing the snap and he was showing off like, here's what the Joy-Cons do. Here's HD Rumble. Like, um, but like when I saw that first initial trailer for the Switch, I was like, like, like I melted. I was just like, okay, no, I need to have this in my position. Like, On like yesterday, <laughs> like, yeah, no, like I, I, I genuinely like, don't think I've actually been as excited for a system. And it's like, you know, I think, and I, you know, I think a lot of the reasons too why I was like as excited for the for the PlayStation Five was really just like just like yeah, like hearing Brendan describe all these features, and it really reminded me, I think, of like that feeling, that same feeling I got when I saw the Switch, right? Just seeing how like this, as much as it is like you know, kind of like you know, you're like the Switch. I think got me a little bit more because it was such an outside the box idea for a console, like you know the 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 sit down handheld hybrid but like it was just like that kind of like conceptual thing of like like you know out of the box thinking that i think also kind of brings me to the ps5 like the way brendan was describing like how the the new dual sense works and all these different features that it's going to have like you know the uh, how the os works and like you know uh like the share options and stuff like that like it just it just really excited me for the potential of this new console yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, eventually you're gonna get it too. Like, uh, yeah, obviously I've got like no all things. It's gonna be available in stores. Like, it's a trivial thing. I mean, I think it was actually smarter. Like, that uh, you know, people who didn't participate in launch day, technically we didn't. Like, we just checked the websites, and it's like um, for us, it's we have the satisfaction of just uh, not having to be like hyenas over this. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, and I, and I still, I think part of me still wishes that maybe like they, you know, Sony had could have just waited on it and, you know, and maybe released it like sometime next year where like, where, um, you know, maybe we were somewhere closer to being on the up and up of this, of this pandemic. So we're like, March, um, like when this, like the, like where the switch launched. Well, yeah, you know, and it's just like, you know, we could have all kind of collectively come together on this because realistically, yeah, like, you know, if 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 we're not if we're not, you know, close to being out of the woods come next year, um, that's going to be really sad. But like, you know, we could have we could have all, you know, we all we all essentially like are on the same page that, you know, we essentially had to eat a year you know we all lost a year and that's like just something we all had to collectively do um so it just see it just it it feels like it almost kind of feels like a like a dick move that sony and i guess even microsoft kind of were like hey we're gonna launch powerful new consoles you know during a pandemic and it's gonna be really hard to get them but don't you worry because it'll be totally worth it it's like they could have waited and just been like hey guys you know we all we all know that last year sucked. Okay, it was you know it was the bad year, but you know we're on the up and up now. And what better way to like celebrate that with like the launch of a new console that you know anyone can have? Oh, that would have been nice, right? I mean, it would have been a slow burn waiting a year more, but 
Oh, that would have been nice. Well, yeah, we're but all, like, whatever. Like, what else are we doing? Back inside your houses and play our systems. <laughs> we just got out. At this point That's now, it. the message has totally become Xbox and PS5 going like, okay, I know you guys are hungry for consoles. Here's another two, three consoles in stores. Go get them. And then now everyone's yeah, right? like, just going to be waiting for one launch date, another launch date, another launch date. It's exhausting, man. They would have been, and, and not only that, they, they would have given themselves more time to have more stock. Like There is no customer satisfaction in this. This has to be I like one I'm of just... the worst launch days in history. Well, don't, you know, that's not what, that, that's not what they're saying on Twitter. I mean, that's what the 1% are saying on Twitter. That's all. Yeah, the, the five people who managed to get there. and and people are such are being such d holes about it too, right? Like I, I just 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 out of curiosity, I went on to a like Facebook Marketplace just to see, like, and yeah, like you you know, there's like there's so many listings for PS5 consoles at like double the price. It's just like it's like you know what, screw you guys, honestly. I, I said this last week. I'll say it again. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you do not need to buy a PS5 for that much money. You can wait. Someone out there needs Honestly, to Honestly, you work hard. You shouldn't spend more for the console than you should. And here we go. Uh, the guys uh, who stole it out of the hands of people like Jordan who were like legitimately trying to, like after wanting to get it yeah, in the and store and having our plans wait. This, <laughs> this, there's one. I'm just looking at eBay right now. There's two people watching this one. It's a PS5 disc edition fire emoji in hand fire emoji. Fast free shipping today fire emoji. <laughs> Where, where's the eleven box only? There's one for uh, a thousand. One thousand one hundred and forty-six dollars and ninety cents. Get the hell out of town. Yeah. This is this is this is a receipt for a confirmed pre-order. Nine hundred and eighteen dollars. Okay. It's like all of yeah, these guys. Okay, this bad. guy. This is a this is a, a PS5 standard disc edition. Seven hundred and nineteen dollars, which I guess isn't that much higher than what it's actually selling for so you know i'll accept it yeah today's a good day to turn but, on social media here we go ps5 digital edition 696 dollars that's like just the price of are, a disc version so many as people are just such a-holes about people this People are so greedy about it and it's like the purpose of buying a console is so that you know, as a hard worker, you can finally experience next generation of gaming. But people have been so screwed up with this capitalistic sense that, like, they just want to get the console just so they can resell it at a higher price and not even be a part of this next generation of gaming. That is not yeah, this what it was made for. Opportunistic, man. It's just such a bummer. Not opportunistic. But scumbags. Waste of well, oxygen. <laughs> They, I mean, they're still opportunistic, but they, and, you know, it doesn't change the fact that, yeah, they are They're not scumbags. even smart about it. So I wouldn't call them op opportunistic because they're not smart about it. They have nothing to offer and all they're doing is just hitching a price up. That, yeah, there but, you know, no but people are going to, gonna, there are people who are going to do it, right? Like, obviously, like nobody's, not everyone is as strong-willed as you or I. You, dude, even I had a moment of weakness today where I was just like, I was like, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, I could... I'll pay an extra two hundred dollars for the convenience of just having it, but like, no, just save yeah. that money and buy a Pulse three D headset when you do get it eventually. Oh please, start I just, your I really, PS5 yeah, no. honeymoon. I genuinely had to kind of like talk myself out of it a little bit. I was just like, no, no, it's not worth it. Don't be stupid. Like, All the FOMO, man. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I just want it so bad, but then, you know, but 
I'll just, I will just, I, uh, you know, I'll just stay here with my Switch and just be. Well, you have Spider Man on the PS4, a new Spider Man game on the PS4. Yeah, I, yeah, I, we were talking about that earlier. I could just, I could just probably just get that and call it a day. Like, you know, it's like whatever. I'm probably gonna, we're, we are probably gonna end up having to wait a, a, a solid year. Yeah, I mean, um, if you do have a PS4, you get to enjoy what's left of its life cycle. I mean, like, the, I have a lot of catching up to do with the PS4. Yeah, like we'll, we'll see how, how, how it all shakes out too. It's like a regional thing as well, right? Yeah. Like, like I had this existential crisis when uh, the PS5 got announced because I'm like, oh my god, I had this PS4 in my room all these years, and I've never played, I've never beat the first Last of Us yet. I'm I'm in the middle of it, and I've never played Last of Us two. I've never played God of War or a bunch of other crazy exclusives. What is my life with the PS4 come to? Uh, I will say, I will say this: um, play play Last of Us one. Don't play Last of Us two. Oh yeah, I'm already working on that. This seems like, like a it's just it's hot take. <laughs> it's hot gar. It's yeah, well, it's a hot take for hot garbage, but you know that's just me. I I haven't beaten past chapter one of the first. Game, yeah, like so I can't talk. I but. I kind of do find some solace in not getting a PS5 because I think like I took it as a sign that I needed to spend more time with the PS4 before it's over, and that like I still have to like do all this catching up before i'm ready for something like the ps5 so i took it as yeah, a side. I, I just i kind of just started getting back into bloodborne um but they're like but there was even that moment too where i was like because i know bloodborne is like one of those games that they're like kind of like like re-releasing and optimizing on the ps5 so i was like oh man like i can't wait to play this game in like 60 frames and it's gonna look a little bit better and like it's just gonna be such a like better experience than the one I'm having now. Not to say that I that Bloodborne on PS4 is like bad, but it's just like I was just I was really like like fantasizing about like you yeah. know what 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 might have been, but um, yeah, it's so yeah, and you know you know, and it's just like yeah, and there's like there's even like with uh, like with the consoles we already have, there's still like lots of good stuff coming out for the Switch. <laughs> like you know in in, in oh, yeah. the coming months like you're still like, in the current generation like you're still in the future living in the future yeah you know and, and, and like i said last week um you know i had I had to stop and like listen to you know the console the console launch rock again just to be like you know talk myself off that ledge speaking of which <laughs> yeah. follow up on last week you uh you you achieved your mission Oh yeah, I did. Uh, so yeah, uh, I guess for anyone who who who, who li- waited an hour and twenty minutes in this podcast to find out what happened between me and Brent, um, yeah, we're basically best friends now. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, you know what? He was he was uh, he was super cool about it. Like, um, uh, so I tweeted at him that you know like about the podcast and how i like i basically just like named it after him oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and uh senpai noticed. And, senpai. and yeah he he den- he genuinely did notice um and uh he actually uh you, you know what i had i had a bit of a, a, a like a like a, a you know a, a little thing uh with myself on this one uh just because you know well, no, because you know he said uh, he said I'll read the I'll read the tweets. He said uh, he said no worries in uh, RE the Spectre Knight interaction. He said I get defensive about comments like that after a video drops because it feels like I slaved over a hot stove for literally seven seventy hours to make a pot roast, and someone's like pork chops would have been better. Why didn't you make pork chops? <laughs> um, and uh, and then he said you know that is to say you did, you did nothing wrong. Uh, I stick my foot in my mouth on social media and like and in life on a regular basis. So you good. 
Uh, and then he said, but no, I really like the Lichyard 1.0 and it was almost Shovel Knight with lyrics back in 2014, uh, which is a very interesting like thing to discover. Um, and, you know, and I said, uh, because, you know, I, I, you know, I, I did sort of still feel like, like, not that I did nothing wrong. Like he is right. Like he, you know, he put a lot of hard work into that thing and, you know, and he's, he, I mean, he genuinely has more talent than I will ever have. So for me to be like, you know, to even, I guess like even uh, like non-intentionally be like, oh, you know, well, like, why didn't you consider using this song? I think this song is better. Like it still does kind of feel like a dick thing for me to do. Um, even though like being a dick wasn't my intention, right? Like I obviously just wanted to have like, you know, kind of like, like have a little conversation with him. So, but like, I definitely see where that I kind of like came across, you know, like a bit of a wiener. Um, so I kind of disagree with him on that. Like I, not to, to say that I did nothing wrong, I think is probably like him just being an extra nice guy. Um, yeah, you are but entitled say, to your opinion, and he sees that. Well, yeah, you know, but at, at the same, like, like I said, like at the same time, it's just like you know, he, he, you know, when you pour, and, and, and even as a guy who creates stuff on YouTube, that's like not even like an eighth of the quality of stuff that that Brent creates. Like, I get like where he's coming from on that one to a hundred percent, right? So, like, I, it, it does kind of feel presumptuous, even just like a little bit for me to kind of like, um, you Tell know, kind of like, do his job. Not even tell like tell him how to do how to do his job, but like you know even like I guess to ask a question in a way that sounds like I'm telling him to do his job because yeah like you know I, it wasn't it really like I really wasn't trying to do that and I said that to him I just said you know I completely understand uh you know and I'm sorry if it came off like that like it truly was coming from a place of love and a genuine interest in your process and then I said on that we can agree although I said next to the uh, Pride More Keep which is King King Knights stage um the uh, which has really great music. Um, it was all done by, uh, um, hold on, hold on, waiting in suspense as I, as I quickly pull up the name of the, he, he, he does a lot of music for like, he just, he did the Celeste soundtrack or not, oh, not Celeste, sorry. He did, um, the, uh, Shantae soundtrack. Uh, it was, uh, Jake Kaufman and, uh, oh, really, really great. That's a big one. Yeah. Like he did a great, great soundtrack. Um, and I said, like I said, next to uh, Pride More Keep, uh, the Lichyard might be my favorite on the first album. I said, but the but the Specter of Torment version really cranks it up to eleven. To which Brent responded, "How dare you?" <laughs> so <laughs> all that hard work. Right? Um, I'm I'm glad I am glad that we kind of like you know just had like a, a you know a fun little interaction because you know it is it's one of those crazy things about Twitter that I've always enjoyed where like people that you've sort of like been fans of for a like really long time. Um, you know, you can interact with them in a way and, you know, and I, I, and I always, I always strive to have like positive interactions with these guys. Like, like there, there have been multiple times. It's like one of those things where it's like you get on Twitter and you see all like the bile and you're like, wow, Twitter sucks. But then, you know, there's like the, the handful of times where like I've tweeted at even like the Penny Arcade guys and they've responded to my tweets where I'm like, okay, you know what? No, Twitter isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no there's some redemption in knowing that all your idols are pretty much touchable not untouchable well you know and i think that's 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 definitely the the the, the place to like kind of like know where where to be on twitter like that you know it, it you, cre you you definitely create idols of these people but then you sort of forget that they really are just like they're just regular dudes right like yeah you know and it's like you know you can interact with them and you can like talk to them and they're, you know they're not like above reproach um, but I also think it does create this, there's, there, there is this sort of like disconnect where I think like, like mainstream media has created this idea that like celebrities, like actors and, you know, uh, like 
are these like untouchable god figures who are so high above all of us like but then like life yeah but like but like they're they, you know they're they're just the just the same but like you know but like when you look at like youtubers and stuff like that i think like subconsciously just by the nature of youtube like despite the fact that like you know they're they're in a lot of cases just as talented as a lot of these like you know big like hollywood actors um or or even in in a lot of cases just as famous as a lot of these guys like i think just because of the nature of being on youtube you just you like you associate them with just sort of like being normal people that like you know you you feel like you should be able to talk to so it's like this weird thing but um yeah i know i love you brent uh and I hope we can be best friends. You know, uh, actually, fun fact: Brendel, Brendel Floss and I have the same birthday. Hmm. Oh shoot! Yeah, we're both we're both April twelfth, and so every every year I, I send him a little like little birthday bros message. Soulmates, it's hilarious. And he did it. He did a great. Oh my god, he did a great song too. You should definitely listen to it. Um, like credit, like making fun of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but Classic. like when he when he lost the election it's so good oh, it's so enjoyable <laughs> and you could just you could see like the genuine joy in his face yo somebody yeah. yo some idiot on ebay i know we're past like the point of no return for ps5 someone listed this for like 1400 canadian and three people bought it uh-huh. i mean see there you go. Then that that guy just set the price. Now, 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 anyone else who's going to get into this market knows that these things will sell for fourteen hundred dollars. Look, the scalpers thrive off of idiots, and that's what worries me the most. How desperate well, do you need to be to get one of these? And uh, it's yeah, it, it's like that money. <laughs> well, you know, because I mean, like, okay, so like, you know, just um, before before we get, but uh, you know, too too long on this podcast, um, you know. Uh, like so, like okay, like you look at it, like and the, I, I can kind of, I can kind of see the logic, right? Because like you know, just just looking up uh, the price of a PS Five, you know, is, was it a disc one or was it a? Uh, uh, I think it was a, uh, a digital one. Yeah, it had a black box. Was it? Oh, so was it? Oh, it was the digital one. Yeah. Or, no, did they Discless okay. one? Okay, so I mean, like digital, digital one Canadian, it's four ninety nine. So I think after tax, that's going to be what, like close to like 600 bucks. Um, so you're paying what, an extra like 400, uh, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 34. Okay, you're paying an extra $800. Okay, so that's basically the price of another console. That's the price. Um, I love how like, as soon as you tally the numbers, you just got your Well, because I, try- yeah, I, tr- I was trying to do, because I, you know, I was trying to just mentally quickly do the math on this. Like, because I figured, okay, if it's a disc system, you know, it's $600. Israelis- oh. <laughs> You know, after tax, it's probably going to be somewhere closer to eight hundred dollars. So realistically, if you pay fourteen hundred for it, it's like you're paying what, like, yeah, like an extra, like, you know, four or five hundred dollars just for like convenience, I guess. So that's, you're paying the convenience tax. That that's inexcusable, right there. No, yeah, yeah, but at, yeah, I guess no matter what way you slice it, it really is. So uh, if if we can end this podcast on any um sort of thought it's don't pay the price of a second console just to own one console don't even pay a dollar more for what you worked hard for no and yeah like you know it, it, it is it's an important thing to remember if you stayed with this this long that these things will 
be available. You know, it's every console is like is going to launch with issues. It's unavoidable. Um, you know, it the 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 game libraries are never going to be like they are going to take a while to to really flesh out. Um, like right now, like what does the PS5 have? It it has Miles Morales and Demon Souls That's and it. what like Bug Snacks. Um, yeah. I mean, Miles I mean, Morales looks on, cool. Looks Miles Morales, you can play on PS4. Everything else, you can yeah. either play on PC, on Nintendo Switch. You could play this on PS4, even. So it just, it really is like I get it, and and you know, and we were all, we were all right there with you. Yeah. But you know, take a breath, take a step back, and just remember that, yeah, like realistically, a console doesn't launch till maybe like six months after it comes out. So like officially launch yeah i mean like to the point where where you could just go get one it's a space shuttle right yeah we're just touching out the ground now the real launch so let's all just relax (laughs) it's tough i know you can play (laughs) it's tough i I know even Uh, the guys at cg magazine are with you on this yep Except for except for Brendan, because he has one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's just sitting here laughing at us. Technically, Most we could drive all the way down to the office to play it, but it's like, would you really want to? Maybe. Maybe. Nah, it's fine. I got <laughs> a, a, I got a switch. I'm fine. <laughs> Famous last words. And, you know, and they just they just put they got I got Master Roshi and Dragon Ball Fighter Z now. So I know they released him a little while ago, but I haven't played. Fighter Z in a while, so I just I just updated it now. Pretty much, and if- and the friggin' Pokemon update came out too, and I feel like nobody talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> like the last update for Pokemon that was the one that like introduced like legendaries and stuff, like, and it just kind of like pretty- flew under the radar. It's hey, so yeah, special like it- about this update. Well, I'm not going to get into it because, you know, we're an hour and 32 minutes deep, but it's just, it's, it was like a big, you know, the final like second half of the expansion pass. And like, it, I just feel like, like, aside from a handful of people on Twitter, like nobody really made a deal about it. Yeah, it snuck by for sure. Everything else. And PS5 definitely swept everything else under the rug today. Yeah, well, I guess we are where we are on this. We just need to, we just need to meditate and. Yep. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. We yeah, didn't have it was to worth do a it. shot. <laughs> we didn't have to do it at all, but we went. I didn't, it. I I didn't have to emotionally commit myself to this thing for like an entire day. Yeah. Symbolically. Um, I just hope my PS5 ended up in the hands of some kid in a hospital. Yeah. Well, I know some yeah. people actually don't buy these for themselves. Like I'm not talking about these pieces of crap scalpers. I'm talking about the people who like, you know, buy them and then donate them for hospitals. Yeah. Stuff. Let's hope, let's hope more people did that than, um, than tried to rip other people off on, on, uh, on the internet. But with that note, we will close off this podcast. Thank um, you so much for joining us guys. And be sure to tune in for The Road to PlayStation 5, a historic piece and a compendium <laughs> of everything that's happened so far up until this wow. release. Wow. Yeah. Way to, 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 to snag the, the exit from me just to plug your article. What do you mean? We're you're all on the same team here. You're worse than Alex sometimes. <laughs> do you not want, do you not I, want people I, to I, know about the amazing content we create beyond I mean, this podcast? fine. 
I guess you should check out CGM flashbacks. It's a thing. Um, listen to it after this podcast first. <laughs> and after you read The Road to PlayStation 5. If Yeah, if you uh, and if you want to read anything else uh, that we talked about this on this podcast, you can check them out on cgmagonline.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, it's the same thing, CG Mag Online. Um, for most things, let's see, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to check me out, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaJordan underscore. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at Ninja Reviews. Just make sure if you search it, you got to filter uh, channels because I'm not big enough that it just shows up natively in search. A lot of other ninjas on YouTube, apparently. Um, Clements, where can we find you? Well, chances are if you'll search it, you'll get it. So be sure to type in the Insta word. And if you can find that anywhere, chances are it's there. Or it might not be me, but you'll find me on most places. <laughs> so confident. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, where are you at these days? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. And also streaming on Twitch at Guild2Taps. And uh, just another reminder, do not vape into your Xbox One or your Xbox Three. Xbox Please, for the love of God, don't. X. Do not vape into your yeah. Xbox Series X. You spend $600 on that. Stop it. You don't want to put I that moisture in the next-gen hardware. I couldn't I couldn't decipher whether or not that was like an okay thing to do or like a bad thing to do. There was so much stuff circulating on Twitter yesterday. Like, oh my God, I bought this Xbox and it's it's already on fire. <laughs> nope, I'm you're shocked. just... I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Um, but yeah, for all of us here at CG Mag, thank you for listening again. Um, and happy PS5 Definitely stay in... Yeah, <laughs> stay stay chill. Just relax. You'll get one. Just don't worry. Um, and you know, especially as uh, uh, times are getting a little bit more dangerous, uh, numbers are climbing. Definitely stay inside if you can. Um, wear a mask at all times. I'm not joking about this, guys. This is things are starting to get serious again. And listen to great podcasts by great people. Cradle your PS4. <laughs>